So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did. Central Texas horse enthusiasts find a large selection of saddles at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They feature new and used saddles from names like Billy Cook and Cactus. Plus, they also have a large selection of children's saddles. Trade-ins are welcome, and they offer 90 days, same as cash. Text 16118 or 22462 to apply. You'll enjoy one-on-one customer service at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Store hours are Monday through Friday, 10 to 6, and Saturday, 10 till. Okay, stand by. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward on this Thursday morning. We're glad you're with us here this morning. Uh, back to our CNC Collision Center text line. Here's uh, one from the 903 area code. It says, Cole Beasley didn't lie to the NFL. A-Rod, Aaron Rodgers, needs to be suspended for two games after the COVID protocol. So, he sits this week, eligible the following week, and then this listener says, how about a two-week suspension for uh, for misleading? And, uh, you know, look, he he's all over their facility without a mask and all that kind of stuff and an unvaccinated player. So... Uh, that's a problem. That's that's a huge problem. I, I, that's wow. Particularly when he is one of the faces and names. He's a face of the NFL. Uh, that's that's where I was going. I was I, I was going to say beyond Green Bay, he is one of the names and faces of this league. There's mm-hmm. there, there's a handful of people that you can identify the league with, and he's one of them. Yeah, he is. And what a horrible message that he just sent. Mm. Yeah, here's the rules, but these rules don't apply to me. It's unbelievable. I well, yeah, is it, I, is it, hang on, say, is it really unbelievable? Yeah, it is. It is for me. for him. For me, it is. I mean, for anybody. I mean, I can't believe anybody that that carries themselves as the face of a franchise, one of the faces of the NFL, um, to to just slap everybody in the face. I mean, I just I. It's a selfish move. Very selfish, very selfish. Now, if you if he didn't want to, just tell everybody, hey, I'm not going to, but I'm going to do go through all the protocols. Yeah, that's fine. Again, I don't have a problem with that. You, uh, look, I, I, I'm I'm pro vax. Don't mind telling you that. But if you're not, that's fine. But it you, take take the precautions. Take do the things that that you need to do. If you're going to be unvaccinated, mm. and he didn't do it, it's Did pretty not. clear he didn't do it. Mm-mm. So now, and look, when he comes back, and he will come back, what is going to be? In, they play a big game. Is the big game going to be the conversation, or, or are all the questions that Aaron Rodgers is going to be directed about? Why weren't you? How come you did? How come you didn't? Why did you miss all that's going to be? And then all of the teammates, hey, what do you think about Aaron Rodgers misleading you guys? That's going to be the focus on the media. You know it and I know it. It's not going to be about their next football game. Well, it and it, it probably will get worse if they 
lose the two football games he's oh, not at. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, don't you know it. So, the uh, the young quarterback's going to get an opportunity, isn't he? Mm-hmm. So, does this change anything about the relationship between the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers moving forward beyond this season? Oh, I think it has to. I, I just think it has to. Wow, man. Uh, and, and, you know, you and I were talking, I think, yesterday or day before, and I was – one of the things I said is, you know, they, we, we saw – something where they were ranking the best teams in the NFL mm-hmm. and the best teams in the NFC. Mm-hmm. And I told you I'm not so sh- sure that Green Bay's not the best team. Yeah. Uh, the, the way they were playing, they were certainly up there. But is this, does this kind of send them into left field? I don't know. I, yeah. I, I don't know how they – I don't know how they – with all the distractions that are going on and Aaron Rodgers not in at quarterback, how do they win the next two ball games? I mean, I don't know who they're against. I'll have to look. But, I haven't I, mean, I haven't unless, looked either. Unless it's <laughs> you know I mean I, I it was gonna be a gimme anyway. Don't know that there is one in this league, is there? Well, there's not with, really with, with but a guy that and you're gonna play a guy that's doesn't have just exactly a ton of snaps. Uh I mean <laughs> I mean, he just he just has no experience. Okay, sound familiar, Coming Cowboy fans? Sunday they got the Chiefs at the Chiefs. That's. Um. Then they host the Packers. Uh, the, I mean, yeah. Then they host the Packers. The, the next who? Sunday. The Seahawks. The Seahawks. The, okay. The, the Packers host the Seahawks. I'm sorry. Okay. Um. So. But they're on the road this week at Kansas City. Mm-hmm. With a, I'm not going to call him a rookie quarterback, but he's a rookie quarterback. He's an incredibly inexperienced quarterback. Let's say that. Wow. How about that? All right. Uh, 724, 24 after 7 o'clock. As we mentioned, Waco High is going to be on the road tonight. Uh, they're going to be in Duncanville to uh, conclude the 2021 season. And here's what we have lined up for you this, uh, this playoff season. Uh, here on ESPN, or you know, depending on scheduling and conflicts and those kind of things, uh, you'll you'll catch the Mart Panthers uh, and their playoff run uh, on Fox Sports Central Texas. Ward will have the Temple Wildcats in their playoff run, and you said you guys begin with Waxahachie. Looks like it. And now some things could happen, right? That are probably not going to happen Friday in your in your district. Eleven six A. Yeah, ain't uh, going to happen. No, it, it ain't going to happen. Waxahachie has DeSoto. If they beat DeSoto. Ain't going to happen. Right. And if Cedar Hill loses to Mansfield. Ain't going to happen. Then Cedar Hill would be the matchup. Yeah. But neither, ain't going to happen. Neither one of those are, I mean. No, ain't going to happen. I'm a betting man and I'm going to Vegas. <laughs> I'm not betting on that. I, I, I'm not betting. I'm just stating. Yeah. Ain't going to happen. Yeah. Uh, you so, you so. guys got the Indians of Waxahachie. Yeah, Isn't that going to be the second straight year? Yes. Uh Mm-hmm. And one last year, right? Yes, one last year went to the second round. Took on Rockwall Heath, and that was a neutral site game, correct? Yeah, that was at Baylor. Okay, so yeah, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Have you? Have you? I, I know because you got a lot of that coach still in you. But have you looked ahead to see? Oh yeah. So what do we got? What do we got? If you if we beat Waxahachie, what do we got? Uh, it looks like it's probably going to be Rockwall Heath again. How about that? Yeah, probably going to line Would up. Would they come again. back to McLean? Do you think? No. 
No, don't that's, want any part of it? That's off the table. Is it really? That's already been said. That's off the table. Huh. You can go to Hillsboro. Hmm. That'd West. be fine. Yeah. A lot of places with there's, turf. There's a lot of places to go. Go to Italy? Got turf there. <laughs> <laughs> Where would they go? Would it be more of the Metroplex type? Possibly. I mean, there's been a lot of conversation of, of some things. They, what they have to do is they have to, and here's the rub on that, initially they have to get all four teams that are going into the bi-district games to agree on a site for week number two so right. they can lo- kind of lock that down. And, 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 it, but and the, stadiums, the stadiums are kind of requiring that now because they don't want to end up without something right? And, if and so, the wrong teams win. So <laughs> if all four teams can find a site. Mm-hmm, that makes sense. That makes sense. Then that's what they'll do. And then even after that, if those two teams that are going to meet up, they want to make some adjustments, they're still allowed to do that. Right. But first and foremost, you got to have all four teams agree that – Okay, if we get out, we can meet. So if one of those two teams get out, we can meet there. And so there's kind of a little rub going on there right now. All right. Ennis, Waxahachie, I'm just kind of thinking out loud here. Uh, Corsicana, I don't know. One of the places that was mentioned, uh, and, and I don't get too far out on my skis, but one of the places that was mentioned was Apogee over at North Texas. Ah. But that's that's a pretty good little skip for the uh, Temple Wildcats. And that's what there there is the rub. Yeah, <laughs> herein lies the problem. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that that probably will not. I mean, you know, there was on that side of the metroplex, they were going, yeah, that'd be okay. And, yeah, I'm yeah, sure they would. For Temple, they're like, yeah, I don't know. About I don't that. think so. Let's find another one we can all agree on. So, a home it, new, They it, may end up it, flipping home neutral versus look, home it, neutral. It, I mean. It's a it's a it's a bigger process than oh. what you would think that goes into how these. Neutral sites and the by district, the by district in six A is is pretty easy. But other than that, every other classification, it, it's a, it's a harder process than a lot of people may think because, you know, coaches want it to be someplace if possible that their kids are familiar with. They want it to be accessible to their fans. Uh, they don't want it to be too far away. They, mm-hmm. in most cases nowadays, it's you know. We need turf, you know. Oh, everybody's going to play on turf, I think. Because of the weather factor this mm-hmm. time of year. Mm-hmm. You never know if you're going to get rain. Um, now, there's some schools out there that still have natural grass that may say, well, I, I get it, but we're not afraid to play in the mud, so let's find a natural grass field. I mean, there's still some of those out there, and I don't blame them. If I had natural grass, I'd probably say, you know, if, if, if I'm going against a team that's really fast, Hey, let's let's get them on grass somewhere and, and so, let's water. Yeah, and let's water real well and cut the grass. I remember my dad back in the day when they, you know, coaches used to have to take care of the fields themselves. Mm-hmm. And some and of some them, places they still do. In some places they still do is what I was going to say. And I remember when they would play a, a team that was real fast. Well, Dad and Coach Richburg would cut the grass about an inch and a half higher for that week oh yeah and, <laughs> and slow and, them down and make sure that they water so it's nice and green yes yeah absolutely <laughs> uh in fact i know a school and i'm not going to mention their name that they still like the long football spikes uh in the shoes they like mm-hmm. to change the spikes on the shoes and go that long spike and not cut the grass that week and, and water real well yeah uh when they so it still happens genius yeah uh the other games like so so as we mentioned we'll have mart who by the way is taking on wortham this week we'll have temple uh on fox who by the way is taking on coppers cove this week mm-hmm. we'll have the west trojans over on shooter 
92.9 FM, who's taking on May Pearl this week. Mm-hmm. And we'll also have, drum roll please, the Crawford Pirates. Uh, and uh, we'll have those guys uh, on our family of radio stations. I believe 104.9 will have them. And uh, they're taking on Valley Mills this week. So we're going to have opening weekend four. Next weekend we'll have four high school playoff games going for you. Now, th- there is some conversation that some some of these teams may indeed, because of facilities, play on Thursday night. Uh, and, and if you win, then you get a jump start to week two. So there may be one or two of our games that could potentially end up on Thursday night. So uh, we'll, we'll keep you posted, and we'll get you up to speed on, on all the playoff stuff, and that'll be coming up. Uh, that'll be coming up. Uh, well, we, we may know some of this as early as – We'll know by to- Friday night. Yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah, absolutely. On the scoreboard show. Yeah. Uh, we'll, hopefully we'll have all of our matchups paired together. By the- and there's a couple of <laughs> programs that I understand are having some trouble agreeing. Uh, so there may be some coin tosses. and Maybe some, some meeting at some, Whataburger. There may be some UIL conversation. Uh, who knows? I mean, uh, I get- like I like the midnight meet at Whataburger after the final game. Uh, oh, That's always yeah, fun. Yeah, and, uh, and, and flip that coin, right? Mm-hmm. It's crazy how they flip the coin now. Uh, they use the, uh, the directory. Even an odd on on the directory. Uh, yeah, that, pick a like school. Uh, Lubbock Estacado. Is that on an even page or an odd page in the in the directory? Yeah. That's how they flip it a lot of times now, so they don't nope, even have to not meet. Not doing that. You meet me at Whataburger. 731. Coming up next, we are going to visit with RJ Achoa. We'll talk some cowboy football. We'll do it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Waco football on ESPN Central Texas. The Waco Lions conclude the 2021 season this Thursday night when they travel to Duncanville to take on the Panthers. Our coverage of Waco High football will begin at 6.30 with the pregame show. We'll have the kickoff and all the action just after 7 o'clock. Don't miss Waco and Duncanville. It's this Thursday night at 6.30 here on your home for Waco High football, ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Have you heard about the new quesadilla? That's right, quesadilla. Their hottest new food in the country and way cool tacos and tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way cool tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality, 
pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 in Imperial. Ian and Claire, tell them where. Say habla espanol. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. NFL Network reports that Aaron Rodgers has tested positive for COVID and will not play this Sunday against the Chiefs. New York Giants head coach Joe Judge has confirmed that 13 members of that organization tested positive on Tuesday, but 12 of those tests proved to be false positive. The Baylor women beat West Texas A&M 92-37 in their final exhibition game. They open the season next Tuesday at home against Texas State. The MCC basketball team needed overtime to outlast Blinn College 71-68. The Highlanders are 2-0 and will take part in a doubleheader along with the Highlassies both Friday and Saturday at the Highlands Gym. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, stand by. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 735, drive safely on your way to work this morning. This is game time. On ESPN Central Texas from the Allen Samuel Studios, Tom and Ward, and we're uh, pleased to welcome into the program from Blogging the Boys at ESPN San Antonio, RJ Ochoa. RJ, good morning. How are you on a Thursday, brother? Hello, RJ. How are you this morning? I'm doing well. How about yourself? We are terrific. We appreciate your time. Hey, before we talk Cowboys, let's talk Green Bay Packers. What was your first initial thought? When you heard that Aaron Rodgers had tested positive for COVID-19. Well, I think first and foremost, you hope he's okay. Obviously, it's a serious thing. And so, um, you know, we've heard about people dealing with after effects and things like that. And so you you just hope that that he's all right. But um, as far as the the football or the drama of it all that unfolded, um, I mean, it was, you know, truth be told, I had just made a coffee. And I had, you know, I was so glad that I did. I just kind of sat back and and watching my Twitter feed unfold kind of like the stock market, just like everything kind of flying and digesting the new bits of information. And I think, you know, my first reaction when, when the sort of dust settled was that, you know, and call me a kind of scarred, jaded Cowboys fan, was that I don't see the, the NFL punishing him or the Green Bay Packers. I think that some people live a little bit above the law in the NFL, and I think that that's Aaron Rodgers. And I think it's it's difficult to, to buy that, you know, all these protocols were, were being followed and that no member of the astute Green Bay media ever noticed. Um, and I think that, you know, in, in all honesty, I think that there's one thing to the, you know, the competitiveness of this all that Aaron Rodgers knowingly took this risk and is now jeopardizing his team's chances at a first round bye. But being coy the way he was and the way, he will likely spin it just doesn't sit well with me uh, when it comes to something like this, something this serious. And um, he's going to try to kind of lean on semantics. And so um, it was, it was not a great look for him in, in my humble opinion. And the fact that he indicated that he had been immunized back during in August, back during training camp, well, that, that just, I don't know, man, it just, that just, 
that's a tough pill to swallow, isn't it? If if you're a teammate, I mean, if you're, I, I don't know. I I, I just I, I have an issue with it. Yeah, it's. I mean, again, it's it's leaning on the letter of the law, um, the legalese of it all. I mean, if, if you're in a court of law, you can you can kind of speak that way. But that would that would be really frustrating. I mean, you know, and there are, because there are different people who feel different ways about this. I mean, there are some people who would be fine with it, right? Who would say, "Hey, man, it doesn't bother me." But there are some people who, you know, maybe otherwise wouldn't have, you know, shared a meal with him, shared shared a seat with him, shared a, a high five or a fist bump or something like that, and. You know, to to not know that information, I, I think again, however anybody feels about all of this, you know, the the pandemic, the vaccine, and and you know, the world we've been living in for you know to this point, I, I at the very least, I think you got to give people the ability to make their own decisions. Um, and so, Aaron seemingly kind of took that away with with his coyness, which is again just it, it's it's a it's a rough look, and, and it's it's a hard kind of thing to accept. But um, and I I do you know. I personally disagree with the likes of Kirk Cousins and Carson Wentz, uh, you know, when it comes to the, the things that they've talked about and said, you know, in terms of their own beliefs. But what I will give them is they at least believe in them with enough conviction to speak on them publicly and to face the firing squad for them. And, you know, Aaron didn't even do that. Aaron tried to have his cake and eat it too on this one. Talking with uh, RJ and Choi, let's uh, let's switch gears and let's talk about the Cowboy quarterback now. Uh, I- I'm assuming that everything is is full go for today's workout. Yeah, it does seem like things are back on track. Yesterday, uh, a more limited day, so so kind of a unique thing there, uh, which I think is is an underrated thing. I, I don't know that anybody is giving you know, and I've, I've sort of turned into this like McCarthy uh, super fan, I guess, but. You know, Mike, Mike McCarthy, even back to his days with the Green Bay Packers, was renowned as this coach who took care of his players, who looked after his guys. And part of the reason yesterday was a, a limited sort of practice was because they were coming off of Sunday night football. I mean, that, that just that seems smart. You know what I mean? That seems smart. You, you know, you're on the road, you're far away, and you've got a long flight, you're playing late, you're getting home late. And so, uh, but I do anticipate with things back more towards their normal settings that Dak Prescott will uh, take the first step towards returning as the starter on Sunday. How good is this offensive line right now? You know, I think um, this it's it's deep, um, and it's deep, and and you know they're they're not the healthiest they've ever been as a group. I don't even think that they're as talented as they've ever been as a group, but that doesn't take away from how good they are because they've you know they've seen some things, right? Like they're you know they're they're weathered and they they know how to respond to things, whether that be things in game or, or somebody going down, Tyron Smith going down. I mean, they're, they're well adjusted and, and well seasoned enough with one another. So they know what, what, you know, the, the, the modus operandi is that what the MO is, uh, is when, uh, is when they have to really kind of think on the fly. And that's a really impressive quality to me. And so, you know, it was a bit of a bumpy ride uh, in the second half against Minnesota. Things were a little bit unstable with Ty and Secchi, but they know how to land the plane. And, and that is something that, not every offensive line knows how to do. All right. So you, you mentioned Tyron Smith. Uh, what is his status? If I had to guess, and I mean, at this point, you know, it's so early in the week, it would be a guess. I would guess that the Cowboys sit him on Sunday. And, and I think that it's a combination of obviously you want him to get right. Obviously this is not the most talented team in the NFL. And, you caught a break, right? You know, and, and championship teams catch breaks the same way, you know, non-championship teams ones do. Um, but then, you know, 
Von Miller's not playing this game. And so all of a sudden, you know, Tyron Smith, you, you don't you don't need him as much as you did. And, and maybe that's, you know, a little bit of a hubristic sort of thought. But um, the Cowboys have that luxury, so to speak. And I know that people will panic. And, and, you know, the Cowboys have not been good, generally speaking, when Tyron Smith has been out. But, I mean, what 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 more what hurdle you want to see these guys jump? This this coaching staff jump to to believe that they can handle it. I mean, this is the most confident. Assuming uh, you know, if we're under operating under the presumption that Tyron doesn't play, this is the most confident I've ever been in a Cowboys team without him. Just because they just won a game without Dak Prescott. I mean, I I, I never would have thought that that would have been possible. And so, <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not saying like, hey, bring it on, you know, Tyron, you know, just hang him up or something, but. This, you know, this this is a, a little bit of a, a nice window to not only rest Tyron, but and we'll see how they play the offensive line. If if Terrence Steele does float out to left tackle, it's also a nice opportunity to get him some opportunities there, some time there, while you get Lyle Collins reacclimated to the right tackle position if you do want to bring him back as a full-time starter. Well, I was curious. I'm sorry, uh, Ward. I, I was curious what, uh, what your thoughts on, on Collins, uh, you know, besides playing fullback. <laughs> You know, um, that is uh, an amazing uh, level of creativity that Kellen Moore has, certainly. But I think, you know, I, I would not – yeah, I'm still – I I hate to be chalk or ride the fence, but I'm ultimately fine with what this coaching staff wants to do. And I think that that was kind of an underrated element because of the, you know, the, the show that it was winning without Dak Prescott. But they they made their bed, right? They they decided to to not return Lyle Collins to the starting lineup. They kept Terrence Steele out there, and it worked out. And that's a really impressive accomplishment in and of itself. And so, I but if if you do plan on Lyle being your starting right tackle of the future, obviously, and and by future I mean the rest of the season, you obviously have to you know start that process sooner rather than later. And so this might be that opportunity, but. Right now, this this coaching staff, everything they're touching is turning to gold, and and it's it, it really is it it, it feels like a, a false bottom is there. I mean, we're we're all so scarred emotionally with, from this team that we just can't trust it completely. We feel like okay, this is all too good to be true. Like and, and you know, Terrence Steele is going to turn into a pumpkin, and we're going to have to hit the panic button. But um, I'm I'm fine if they want to keep Lyle Collins as a reserve player, if they want to play him the left tackle, swing tackle. I mean. They they have a really great grasp on what's happening right now. How healthy is Diggs? I think he's fine. I, I think honestly, of, of everyone who kind of popped up as a result of last week, he might be in the best position, uh, which is good to see. Obviously, you know, broke the streak when it comes to interceptions, but uh, I think we're all you know fine with it, relatively speaking. And so I think he's good, and I think he's fine, and um, I think he's you know he's eager to get back to his intercepting ways. If you were self-scouting the Cowboys, uh, what areas does this team need to get better in? You know, it's it's strange because they're a little bit undisciplined. And that's, you know, I don't know that you, you would look at a 6-1 and one team or a team that's, you know, well in contention in their conference as undisciplined. But, you know, playoff teams since 1970 average about six penalties a game. Uh, the Cowboys are averaging 8.2 penalties a game. Playoff teams since 1970 average about 50 yards of penalties in a given game, or 52 yards, excuse me. The Cowboys are currently averaging about 70 yards given away by penalties per game. And, you know, that, those sound like, you know, numbers that, you know, when, when I first kind of, we, we, we did this study at our site, and we were kind of like, okay, what does that mean? You know, eight penalties, you know, okay, is that, you know, because one, one, you know, and 70 yards is one a 30-yard pass interference, is one whatever, but, it's, you know, even the tiniest penalties can, can hurt you and can haunt you. I mean, 
in this game against the Vikings, the Cowboys had an offsides penalty, which is uh, arguably the most avoidable penalty in the NFL that kept the Minnesota Vikings drive alive that the Vikings ultimately got a field goal off of. And this is in a game that the Cowboys, when Cooper Rush was driving before he hit Amari Cooper, the Cowboys were down by three. I think we all would have felt a lot better if, if they were tied as opposed to down by three right there. And, you know, maybe they play things differently because the field goal wins in it as opposed to a field goal tying it. And so they are literally on pace to be one of the most penalized playoff teams in the history of the NFL. And so it's amazing because you, you hear that kind of, again, call it undisciplined nature. And you would think that that's not a team that's good enough to be six and one. And so, they are very talented. They are, you know, extremely deep. They have a lot of elite qualities to them, but they still amazingly have a lot of penalties and disciplinary things that they can clean up in a given game. Well, if they could control Connor Williams, that would be half of it. You know, I, I understand uh, Connor, um, you know, I, I'm not a, a Baylor bear myself, but Connor made the, the decision to go to the worst institution of higher learning in this state, as, as we all well know. Uh, a hearty congratulations, by the way, to uh, to any Baylor fans for last week. But um, but you know, uh, Connor <laughs> is is interesting uh, because he's his penalties are spectacular. I mean, they're like an eclipse. Like the what they I don't know that I would say that they're rare, but when they happen, they are. I mean, impactful. Um, and so he, but those are the kinds of things that you know are avoidable. Offsides are avoidable, and so. Those are things that, you know, Mike McCarthy said yesterday that the Cowboys spent six to eight minutes talking about penalties. And I'm thinking, you know, McCarthy, just give it a half hour. You know, like (laughs) (laughs) that that might not be enough right now. Hey, speaking of the 1970s, you mentioned some of the penalties back from the 1970s and where the Cowboys are. How about the red stripe coming back this week? Oh, man. I, um, you know, I'm, I'm so happy you asked about that award. I want I showed my wife and I expected, you know, like fireworks. And she was like, that's cool. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, like, this is this is the most amazing thing that could possibly happen. I, you know, I love stuff like this. I, I love 70s football. And so I'm, I'm so happy to see that the Cowboys are doing this. I'm, I'm more than anything, I'm happy for uh, the honoring of, of America's brave win, uh, men and women that fight for our freedom every day. But I mean, it just is such a great look. It's America's team. It's, it's just, it's classic. And, uh, you know, I think some people would say you do something like this for a primetime game, you know, when everybody's going to be watching. That's wrong. You do this at a noon game like this so that when the sun shines through the AT&T Stadium glass, it kisses off these helmets and it gives us <laughs> pictures that we have forever. Oh, man, RJ, great stuff. Hey, what do you got, what do you got coming up on blogging the boys? You know, uh, we, I have an article that's coming out later today kind of looking at these penalties. We have a couple of charts and, and a couple of graphs to kind of, you know, put in perspective that, you know, this is certainly not ideal. But what's interesting about it is at, you know, this point in our current season in 2021, while, you know, the, the picture I just painted sounds like, you know, Armageddon's here for the Cowboys from a penalty standpoint. Uh, every division leader is kind of in that neck of the woods. Uh, and so, you know, penalties are happening at a high rate. Uh amazingly the green bay packers are the division leader with the most infrequent amount of penalties because everything they touch seemingly turns to gold as well uh but you know so we we took a deep study on that just because we wanted to understand you know is this normal is this par for the course is this a little bit abnormal so we got that coming out later today perfect hey rj as always it's a pleasure we appreciate your time Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great weekend. We'll see you later. That's R.J. Achua from Blogging the Boys and ESPN San Antonio. 749, stay with us. Uh, We talk about Baylor and TCU. We do it next right here on ESPN Central Texas.
Baylor Bears football on ESPN Central Texas. This Saturday, the Bears travel to Fort Worth to take on the TCU Horn Frogs, and we'll be there with Game Day Live presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. Our coverage of Baylor football begins at 10.30 Saturday morning with a look at the game, scores, interviews, and a whole lot more. So join us this Saturday morning at 10.30 for Game Day Live as the Bears take on the TCU Horn Frogs. Game Day Live presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni on ESPN Central Texas. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. At Knife River, we take care of our people. Looking for employment or a career change? Knife River is looking for experienced concrete finishers and form setters. We're also hiring all CDL Class A and B positions and offer training. Good pay, good benefits, good people. Call Knife River today at 254-761-2600 or apply online at kniferiver.com. Knife River is an equal opportunity affirmative action employer. When you work with a bank, you should expect the best of everything. That includes face-to-face personal service and the kind of community banking care that only comes from one neighbor to another. That's exactly what you'll get from the first National Bank of Central Texas, where you know your banker works as hard as you do. Because just like the Waco High Lions, they're focused on winning, no matter the game. That's the first National Bank of Central Texas, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Some gifts say, I care about you. Some gifts say, I'm going to wow you. This year, one gift says both. The Oral-B I.O. The electric toothbrush with the irresistible design that dentists will find irresistible for another reason. It improves oral health by delivering the wow of a professional clean feel at home every single day. This year, give the gift of wow. The Oral-B I.O. Oral-B, brush like a pro. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. NFL Network reports that Aaron Rodgers has tested positive for COVID and will not play this Sunday against the Chiefs. New York Giants head coach Joe Judge has confirmed that 13 members of that organization tested positive on Tuesday, but 12 of those tests proved to be false positive. The Baylor women beat West Texas A&M 92-37 in their final exhibition game. They open the season next Tuesday at home against Texas State. The MCC basketball team needed overtime to outlast Blinn College 71-68. The Highlanders are 2-0 and will take part in a doubleheader along with the Highlassies both Friday and Saturday at the Highlands Gym. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Seven fifty-three. Drive safely, and you went to work 
Florida School this morning. Tom and Ward, glad to have you with us from the Allen Samuel Studios on this Thursday morning. Uh, Baylor football coming up on Saturday. The Bears and the TCU Horned Frogs from Fort Worth. And, of course, uh, TCU will be with an interim coach and in Jerry Kill. And earlier this week, uh, Jerry met the media in Fort Worth, and he was asked about the Baylor Bears. You know, they, they got that big nose guard, you know, from – LSU and he's going to be you know he's going to be hard to handle but uh, our center's fired up about it and you know, that gives him a chance to showcase his talents so but uh, they're aggressive on defense uh, I think coach has been able to put his blueprint on it in, in a year's time and uh, you know they're playing good football right now and, and anytime you're winning you gain confidence and as you gain confidence all of a sudden you think you're pretty good and then all of a sudden you're pretty good and uh, that's kind of where they're at. And, uh, you know, we'll, ha we'll have our hands full. We, un we understand all the stuff that's gone on. But, again, it's, uh, you know, our job as a coaching staff to, to make sure that doesn't happen. And it's not going to be easy. But uh, last I knew, there, life isn't easy. There's no guarantees. And, you know, you got to handle adversity. And you can't handle a little adversity, then, you know, you're not going to make it in this world. So we'll be, well, you know, we'll. We'll be fine, and and uh, we'll be uh, playing for Gary Patterson. I want to listen to him I, all the time. I'm telling you, I hope – does he not sound like a football coach in the great state of Texas? Yes. He is a poster child. Wow. He is the poster child for a football coach in the great uh, state of Texas. I'm tuning into every press conference from here oh, on out. Oh, my, was that fun. I don't even know what he said. <laughs> I think he said Baylor's pretty good. He did. Okay. And that they're going to play for Gary. And, you know. But, my goodness, was that fun. Man. <laughs> All right. Something uh, else. Uh, 7.55, five away from 8 o'clock. This is game time. By the way, there will be a tailgate sponsored by the uh, uh, Office of Baylor Alumni, and uh, that's going to be uh, Saturday up at uh, the stadium uh, at the uh, Brown Lumpton University Union Building in their auditorium. That is where uh, Doug Furch and all those fine folks will be. If you would like to go, if you want to be around and you want to be a part of it and, and have a meal and break bread and all that stuff, hey, here's a phone number to register, 254-710-8350, 254-710-8350. That's where we will be. Uh, to do the uh, Game Day Live program. Game Day Live begins at 10.30 uh, from uh, from there in Fort Worth, followed by the uh, tailgate show at 12.30, and then the kick between the Bears and the Frogs just after 2.30 with John, J.J., and Ricky, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Speaking of John Morris, he's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor women's basketball rolls in their exhibition finale. Plus, Baylor volleyball set for a top 10 showdown with Texas in the Farrell Center. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, 
we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-size weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Join us November 18th at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame in Waco for our next Lunch with a Legend, presented by Baylor Alumni Sports Outreach, as we visit with former Baylor basketball standout and current radio analyst Pat Nunley. It's November 18th, beginning at 1130 a.m. at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, and tickets are available now by calling 254-710-8350. Come hear from Pat Nunley on his 40-plus year association with Baylor basketball, Thursday, November 18th, at our next Lunch with a Legend, presented by Baylor Alumni Sports Outreach. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor women's basketball played its second and final exhibition game last night in the Farrell Center, rolling to a 92-37 win over West Texas A&M. Melissa Smith had a monster game, 34 points in only 24 minutes, 12 of 15 from the floor and 10 of 10 from the free throw line. Next up for Baylor women's basketball opening the regular season Tuesday in the Farrell Center against Texas State. Meanwhile, the Farrell Center is the site of a top 10 volleyball showdown Friday and Saturday as top-ranked and undefeated Texas visits 10th-ranked Baylor. Baylor at 7-1 in Big 12 play. Texas is 8-0. Here's Baylor volleyball coach Ryan McGuire on the Longhorns. I would say, you know, my seven years is the best Texas team that, that I've seen. And like us, you, you know, senior heavy, uh, I think they're playing hungry. And, um, it, you know, it, it's not, it, there's no holes or weaknesses. You guys, you know, we got to play better volleyball than Texas and you know I feel the same about our team we we're good at every position and we just got to play better volleyball so uh, you'll see a lot of great plays this weekend it's past that hit it ultimately it's a simple game just who can do it more often more frequently than than the opponent Ryan McGuire in Baylor Volleyball hosting Texas Friday and Saturday in the Farrell Center. Friday's match is a whiteout beginning at 8 p.m. televised by ESPNU. Saturday, it's a 6 p.m. match televised on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And it is Faith and Family Night following the match. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. This is the home of the defending Big 12 and national champions. And to have an opportunity to do something that uh, only Ford and Duke have done since uh, the John Wooden days, um, that's, that's, a, that's a great opportunity we have this year. Baylor men's basketball all season long here on the home of the defending Big 12 and national champions, ESPN Central Texas. 
Marineland Boating Center, Crest Pontoons and Mercury Marine believes no matter how you boat, the water unites us all. Crest Pontoons offer a level of quality, safety, style, and comfort that is unparalleled in the industry. Mercury outboards are durable, reliable, and powerful. Whether you're fishing, pulling a tube, or just getting away from it all to relax, Marineland Boating Center has the perfect model for you. Take time to live the pontoon life and experience the Crest standard of excellence. Powered by Mercury at Marineland Boating Center in Waco, making memories since 1983. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us as we uh, move through a... Thursday. Don't forget, we do have high school football coming your way tonight. It is the uh, fourth-ranked Duncanville Panthers. Awfully good football team taking on the Waco Lions. Uh, our pregame begins at 6.30 tonight from Duncanville with the kickoff just after 7 o'clock as Lyndon Helt and the Waco Lions conclude their uh, the uh, the initial season and uh, then jump into offseason and start getting things going here. So uh, that'll be tonight, 6.30 for the pregame, 7 o'clock kick, Waco High and Duncanville. Uh, tomorrow night, of course, uh, the 10th uh, and final game of the season for most Texas high school football teams, including the Riesel Indians. And we are joined now by Coach uh, Tyler Crow. Coach, good morning. How are you? Appreciate your time. Good morning, guys. Hey, what's going on today? Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about your, your football team. And an opportunity tomorrow night to qualify for postseason. What do you got to do to, to get that done? Uh, you know, we're in a situation where we control our own destiny. So, um, if we win, we're in. Um, so, um, you know, just the, the normal keys to the game, we've got to take care of the ball and stop the big plays. And, uh, you know, Buffalo's um, had some good teams in the past recently. And this team's uh, no slouch for sure. We talk about it all the time, and, and every coach says, "Hey, I play in the toughest district in the state." But the league that you that you're in right now, this is a really competitive league, week in and week out, isn't it? Uh, no doubt. I I said this to a coaching buddy of mine not that long ago. I said, "I don't know uh, very many three A schools that would trade schedules uh, with me." <laughs> and he laughed and he said, "I don't either." Um, and so uh, with Franklin and Lexington and Rogers in there. Um, they're definitely those three programs that, you know, have been good for a long time. And then, you know, of course, the rest of the teams in the district are pretty good, too. Um, and so it's not like it's uh, overly top-heavy. I would say uh, every team in our district, um, if they were in a different d district, would definitely have a shot to make the playoffs for sure. Coach, if, if you were self-scouting, what would you say about your football team? What would be some of the strengths of, of, your, of your club? Uh, you know, uh, our opponents have, have told us that, you know, we're pretty big. And uh, so we must be pretty big. Uh, and, uh, you know, our kids play real hard. Uh, we don't have a lot of, uh, of numbers, per se. I mean, we'll take 18 or 19 kids to the game uh, tomorrow night. Uh, but those 18 or 19 kids sure do play hard for sure. And I was going to say, if you're going to have small numbers, they've got to buy into what you're trying to do. 
Uh, no doubt. Uh, you know, you're going you're gonna to play both sides of the ball. Uh, you're going to be on special teams. And, uh, you know, it always helps when you start having a little bit of success, especially when you're a new guy. So that helps with the buy-in a little bit too. When you when you uh, when you look at uh, where you are uh, in your program and in the build of your program and, and how you want this program to look, where are you? You know, things are going about as good as I figure they could. Uh, you know, when you come in, you don't know everything. Uh, you try to get as much information as you can before you step foot on campus, uh, but you just don't know everything till you get here. And um, based on the information that I had and then that I've got since I've been here, um, you know, I think. Our lower levels are doing a great job. We're getting better every week. Uh, there's definitely uh, marketed and improvement for sure in sub-varsity football. Um, and then, you know, our girls' numbers are good as far as, you know, looking at from an athletic director standpoint. Um, and then, of course, our varsity football team has a chance to, you know, make the playoffs going into Week 10. So that's good. How, how beneficial is it to you, Coach, to have the quality facilities that you have? Uh, I think it's a big deal. You know, um, our weight room for our size school – um, it's big, and it's it's got good equipment. We can fit, you know, almost the, the whole JV and varsity football team in there. So you can do things like build unity um, in season and out of season by doing things like that. And, uh, it allows your younger kids to see your older kids work and how things are supposed to be done. You know, of course, we've got a nice stadium and, uh, and, and nice equipment, nice gyms. And so, um, you know, it, it definitely helps because, uh, like, you know, yesterday was a bad weather day. Uh, well, we've got a turf field and we've got two gyms that are big with large foyers and so we can have multiple groups going on at the same time we don't have to to really miss out on much work uh, are you at a point and i'm always curious when with when i talk to coaches this late in the year are you at a point to where you're still trying to get better or is this just you know the this this week of practice is just make sure we're polished we're clean and we're doing what we're supposed to be doing you know i come from the old school a little bit in this in, in this question um, I think fundamentals will take you a long ways. And um, I think especially for those younger kids and those returners, um, you only get so many days you can wear pads. And so I think it's important that you take advantage of those days. Uh, so we try to block and tackle and hit the sled and do those things um, as often as we can uh, so that uh, we can maximize those days. I just feel like it makes you better in the long run over time. So uh, we're definitely trying to get better every single day. Coach, we appreciate it. Uh, good stuff uh, coming up uh, to uh, for tomorrow night the uh, buffalo bison over in buffalo and and if you if you get that w then uh, then you're postseason bound and additional practices and all kinds of good things come with that and we wish you the very best of luck uh tomorrow night all right thank you so much hey coach thanks have a great day that's tyler crow uh doing a great job with that program uh ward i mean just got there and and, and building and, and as he pointed out they don't have a lot of numbers uh but what they have is they I mean, they're getting it done, and you know, I I don't I don't I didn't even ask, and I don't know the number, but I would suspect I would suspect that the numbers that they turned in last week would probably put them in a situation where they may be back down in that two A ranks as opposed to three A three A football, which will also be incredibly beneficial to them. Oh, there's no doubt. I mean that that makes a whole difference in the ball game for them straight across the board and. You know, if they can get the W tomorrow night and, and move on and get an extra week of practice or an extra couple of weeks of practice, whatever it may be, you know, trying to build that program, that's that's a huge, huge benefit for them to get those extra weeks because they don't get spring practice. They don't get those opportunities uh, to go on the field in the spring like the 6As do. So, 
you know, that extra week of practice is, is immeasurable, especially if you're trying to build a program. So, you know, hopefully they can get a couple extra weeks in because everybody gets to practice. I mean, you know, you don't just get to suit up your varsity uh, in that situation because you suit up everybody mm-hmm. because of the fact you need scout team and everything else to, to, to work along with you. So it gives you a, a huge opportunity to – to keep building that program and getting those extra weeks of practice that you don't normally get. A lot, you know, there's a lot of teams that will be sitting at home not having that opportunity, and uh, that that is huge. And, look, you, you say, well, what does that really help? Look at the teams that are there year in and year out that, that get to go to the semifinals or the region quarterfinals or the region finals and, and get to the state championship year in and out. You say, how do they, how do, they do that? Well, they get – Six extra weeks of practice mm-hmm. every single year. I mean that that makes a huge difference in in, in anybody. It, it, I don't care what division you're in. If you get to have those extra practices, that's immeasurable for these schools. You're right. From from six A Katy all the way down to absolutely two A Martin, two A Refurio, and 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 all those guys. Look at Alito. How yeah. do they do it every year? Well, they get an extra. They get it. They ex- get a spring. Yes, in the fall. Yes, and then they get a spring and in then the they spring. Get a spring in the spring. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And that's how they, you know, that's how the good ones continue to be good because they get those opportunities and they get to. It, it's not like just those. 90 guys that are on the varsity or 50 or 40 or whatever they, their numbers may be. Mm-hmm. It's not just those guys that can go out and practice. Everybody gets to go out and practice. Right. It's hugely beneficial for the whole program. And, and that's how the program continues to, to sustain and, and, and grow and, and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, it is part of the process. So, And I mentioned numbers. Uh, the, the count was done. I believe on Friday. And the numbers were turned in on Friday. No, they were done with the final numbers. I think, are Friday, right? They were turned in last Friday. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the final all, numbers. The right. snapshot was taken a week and a half ago, and then the final numbers were done on Friday. I was told that the snapshot was done Friday. Anyway, mm-hmm. the numbers are turned in, and we'll know in February, but there's certain schools. No, this is going to be that, the that biggest you know realignment we've seen in the past three or time. four. Yeah. Uh, you know, you t- take, you know, we're doing Waco High tonight. Take Waco High. Unless they move the finish line. If they, and they'd have to move it a long way for Waco High not to move back down to 5A. And, and they've done that before, but I don't think they're going to. No, I mean, they, I think everybody feels pretty confident that the, the number that they submitted will would put them in, in 5A. And, uh, and the Colleen schools look like they're going. All but heights. All but heights. All but heights. So – uh, that and again, we're speculating because we don't know the numbers. Uh, no, it, we don't know what number is being uh, what what the UIL what, what their number will be. So we'll find mm-hmm. out. But I mean, most people feel like that you know you could see a big Central Texas five A district once you start talking about the clean schools, the, the Lake Belton. Well, you know, we talked to him, uh, Coach Cope. Uh, he feels pretty confident that he's going to be a 5A program. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, y- you could have a heck of a 5A league right here in Central Texas starting next year. So It's going to be very interesting. Yep, and we will be there to to to, to check it out. But, yeah, the uh, uh, that's one thing they've been talking about for the last two or three weeks is what's going to be the number, what's going to be the number. So uh, the UIO will make those decisions. Yeah, it's going to be interesting for the Temple Wildcats too. Where, which direction do they go now? You know, and, and I haven't really talked to the coaches about it, but just look me sitting down looking at the numbers. The, the UIL realignment is something that I enjoy immensely 
and I've been live at the realignment more times than I can count up in the Metroplex a lot of times and then down uh, in the Austin area a couple of times and so uh, it's such a fun day to watch the coaches staring up at the tote board and waiting for those numbers to drop and well, then they well, just, then they all start scattering then out they start scattering getting their <laughs> non-district schedule yes, put together. going around going uh-oh here you need here a game? we go what, what do you got week three it's so great it's so much fun <laughs> yeah and then getting those guys on the air and talking to them some of them are really happy and some of them are shell-shocked so but for temple i mean there's a couple of different scenarios they could go north or they could go south. Don't go north. I, 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 I Just know. Trust me. It, well, and, and going south is not going to be easy either. But you know, here's here's where the the uh, the problem comes in with those Colleen schools, Albert Heights, dropping down to five A. That natural fit of a district is all of a sudden blown up, mm-hmm. and then Belton may be going in that direction too. And so that I think there's a good up. possibility that Belton is yeah. a five A program. Oh, I think both of them are. Yes, both I, I, Belton and Lake Belton. Yeah, and so. Mm-hmm. You know that that's a pretty easy fit right there to fit them in, and maybe the Waco schools, and there you go, we're done. Uh, now the, but the, you don't Temple, have to stretch that rubber band very far, do no, you? No, no. And so for Temple, now you can look at it and go, Rutrow. Yeah, we, we better get the buses gassed up. Are you going to Conroe? I mean, uh, uh, yeah, where College get, Station. Where and, are you going? Yeah, that's that's gonna be fun to to watch all this unfold, and that and where's that leave Midway? Them. Yeah, Midway's in the same boat. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you thought, okay. Well, maybe Midway can get back with the clean schools and Temple and everybody would be happy again. Well, that's not going to happen. Nope. So, not I, with yeah. all of them dropping to 5A. Yeah, it's it's going to be fun to watch this thing unfold. Yep. I hope we get to go and be live when, when they drop it. I bet we can work that out. It's a 15 after 8, 815. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk about Waco beef and pork processors. Mike and the gang at 523 Precision Drive. That's just off Franklin Avenue behind Rosa's Cafe and, you know, just adjacent to the movie theater. If you want to go online and check them out, it's HolySmokedSausage.com. HolySmokedSausage.com. Mike says it is time to place your orders for Thanksgiving. Giving and Christmas. Uh, I got my turkey order placed the other day. All you got to do is pick up the phone, 772-4669-254-772-4669. Do you want to cook? I don't want to cook. We'll let Mike do the cooking. I mean, that's what we're going to do. We're going to let Mike handle all of our turkey and ham uh, situations, and, and Mike will get it done for you over at Waco Beef and Pork Processors. Again, the phone, and then he'll ask you, hey, what day you want to pick this up? And you know, I said maybe about 11 a.m. on Thanksgiving. No, no I'm kidding. Uh, so <laughs> he'll, he'll work it out with you. Trust me, he will. Uh, they're founded in 1995. Just great people. I mean, just again, they're, they're Wacoans. They're Central Texans. And, and, and they're serving Wacoans and Central Texans. That's how it works over at Waco Beef and Pork Processors. Look, best summer sausage. If you wanna if you wanna have some summer sausage, kind of as them horse duver things that you lay out before before the, what. Before the meal, you can uh, you can do that. What is wrong with you? I don't know. What do you mean? Then go. Uh, <laughs> but going. you, huh? Go. I, 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 yeah, I got to finish this this award winning. Anyway, uh, you could you could do that. They've got the best summer sausage. Literally the very best summer sausage you ever ever put in your mouth. It's at uh, Waco Beef and Pork Processors. Check them out. 523 Precision Drive. And again, that phone number. If And again, if you want like, maybe you want to do steaks for Thanksgiving. You can do that. It's your business. And maybe you want to, you want a particular cut of steak. 
will pick up the phone and call Mike and say, hey, look, I need eight of these, and I would like them this thick, and and he'll do he'll custom do it for you. And then they vacuum pack them, and and I look, I'm gonna be honest with you, I've still got a couple in the freezer uh, that I've had for several a couple of months now, I guess. Uh, but you can do that at Waco Beef and Pork Processor, 772-4669, 772-4669, Waco Beef and Pork Processors. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Dallas is making a patriotic change to its uniform for Sunday's Salute to Service game. Details after this. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, and get an exclusive DCU fan pack and member benefits. Dallas Cowboys United members receive exclusive access to virtual content, Cowboys Pro Shop discounts, early entrance to select Cowboys events, VIP experiences, and more. Memberships start at only $20. Visit DallasCowboys.com United to join today. That's DallasCowboys.com United. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. The Cowboys will salute our military and officially launch the effort to build our country's new National Medal of Honor Museum in Arlington by making a change to their uniform during this Sunday's Salute to Service game. For the first time since 1976 when we celebrated our nation's bicentennial, the Cowboys are wearing a red stripe on their helmet. Equipment director Mike McCord knows players will be excited about the patriotic look. Yeah, and they're like kids in the candy store. It's just there's so many players uh, that we've had come through here who have been part of military families, whether it's their mother, their father, their uncle, their grandfather, whatever. And we've always tried to accommodate that because, you know, it's, it's important for them to honor the family members that have, that have served this country for us all. So I think that's a big part of it. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Another cool day here in Central Texas, so make sure you take the jacket. We'll see mostly cloudy skies for a while with slow clearing this afternoon. Highs top out at 58 degrees. It'll be partly cloudy tonight. We drop to 39 and partly to mostly sunny tomorrow and a high of 65. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Nikki Collin and Baylor Women's Basketball on ESPN Central Texas. This is a place where there's such a beautiful intersection of academics, athletics, character formation, and spiritual growth. And it's celebrated, and that's really, really cool to me. Baylor Women's Basketball all season long with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm on ESPN Central Texas. 
This is Jim Haller proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short, we said, let's go for it. And a week and a half later, thanks to Redwoods Incorporated, we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy. And to make it even better, the cost was less than we had budgeted. Redwoods Incorporated exceeded our expectations. If you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service, go see Greg or Scott at Redwoods Incorporated, conveniently located off North Valley Mills Drive on Esther Street behind Applebee's Restaurant. You'll be glad you did. Searching for popular jewelry at affordable prices? Do yourself a favor and check out Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Ponds. Large selection of men's and women's gold, silver, and stainless steel jewelry. Their inventory includes rings, necklaces, chains, bracelets, and earrings, plus jewelry for the western crowd and biker enthusiasts. Stainless steel jewelry starts at $19.99. Also, they offer 90 days same as cash. Text 16118 or 22462 to apply. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, 254 662 Great food and hometown atmosphere is what customers love about Rocket Cafe in Robinson. Popular breakfast choices are the Hunger Man Special, two pancakes, two eggs, bacon, and hash browns, and the Rocket Breakfast Burrito, sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese, and potatoes. The daily lunch special includes free dessert. Or check out the world-famous Rocket Burger with two one-third pound patties and all the fixings. The Friday Night Lights all-you-can-eat catfish special is just what fans enjoy on their way to the home games. A Robinson tradition, Rocket Cafe. It's 8:23. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat Studios, Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us here on this Thursday. A couple of notes from our CNC Collision Center text line. Let's jump right into it. Daniel says uh, we turned in 209. So 209 is the number. I would think that that would uh, have uh, Risa Square in the middle of 2A, 2A uh, Athletics next year. Uh, Again, I don't know what UIL's numbers are going to be, Ward. We won't know that until February. But 209 certainly sounds like uh, that they have a, a great opportunity to be back down in the two-way ranks. You would think. So Again, you know. they've moved the finish line before, unfortunately. So hopefully they won't and move I think, it too far this time. You know, time. there was even some conversation, and I don't know how serious the conversation was or how far it had gotten, that we could see a 7A prob- sooner than, than later. Yeah, I've heard that before, but I, I just don't see that coming. Not, not not this anytime. time. Yeah, not in, not this time. Probably not anytime soon. All right, got one from the uh, from the six eight two area code, and it says it's going down. And there's a picture of a bear and a TC horn frog. Got that one. Thank you very much. And then Tim says, and this is an interesting question, Tim, on our CNC Collision Center text line two five four six six two sixteen sixty. I know I was very harsh on Kellen Moore previously. You and Ward White. Uh, what has changed with Moore? That has changed the way we feel about the, the his play calling. Uh, I, I don't know that answer. Maybe other than execution on the part of the players, Ward. Uh, I, I you want to ha- tackle this one? Well, yeah, I think it's more than execution. I mean, certainly execution has something to do with it, but also 
just the way he's calling a game is much more uh, understandable, I guess is, a, is, is one way to put it, because of the fact before you couldn't tell what Kellen Moore was trying to accomplish in his play call. And it looked like he, he was sitting on Madden and just picking something and, and saying, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to run this. And then, oh, no, I'm going to run this. And then he wasn't trying to set anything up and he, there wasn't any rhyme or reason for what he was doing as he called plays. Now you look at and watch Kellen Moore call plays and it's a whole different ball game. You can, you can see him, you know, setting things up by by running the read option or by running the cross trap or by running the counter tray or, you know, doing some things that set up something either later on in the series or later on in a couple of series. It, it doesn't look like he's scatter shooting out there and, and he's more confident in what he's doing and there's a purpose of how he's calling plays. It just looks and feels different the way Kellen Moore is calling a football game now. And look, a lot of it has to do that he's used to the personnel. He knows what weapons he has, and he's able to, you know, utilize those to their best ability. I, I think he's just made monumental steps in the way he calls the game. See, and, and for my – and again, we can all argue, and I don't know that there's a right or wrong answer when it comes to this question, but for me – I just look back to 2020 and say that Kellen Moore had three different quarterbacks. Kellen Moore had an offensive line that he could not count on. I think Kellen Moore as a play caller literally last year was searching for something that that offense could hang their hat on, and there really wasn't a whole lot. When you had a, an offensive line that was as deficient as they were, and then you had Dak go down, then you had uh, Andy Dalton go down. I mean, you, you, you had – there were moving parts on the offensive side of the football all season long, and yeah, but I that don't know. Change the way you call the plays. That, that doesn't. I mean, it 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 affects what do you your mean offense. It doesn't. It, doesn't. It, it just you still have to try to set. You have to adjust to your personnel and set up something for later on. And it what he wasn't doing that. He again, he was scatter shooting, and he wasn't he wasn't utilizing the personnel he had. There just was no rhyme or reason. Going back and even watching film, and you know I do that every every single week, and. Just you scratch your head and go, what what is he trying to do here? What is he trying to accomplish? And part of it could be because he didn't have anything at his disposal. You're right, but I still feel like that you know you you've got to try to do something to set something up and be more consistent. There was no consistency with what he was trying to do. So I I feel like he's he's grown monumentally as a play caller. Maybe uh, I, again I'll I'll go back and we can sit here all day. I'll go back and say that you can work on your plan against your your D and, and and in practice, and then you get out on the field and you find out you find out real fast on Sunday that hey, what we worked on ain't going to work against this group because we don't have we don't have the horses to do what we do. Well, if so you don't now, know that after you when you were practicing all week, if you don't know that when you go into Sunday, that's on you too. Yeah, maybe. You should have the game plan adjusted before you get into a game. There should be no surprises when you walk on a field. Oh, this isn't going to work. Well, you should know that by just doing your due diligence before you walk out there. But the fact that, the, you know, we talk about the, the, the Cowboy offensive line, well, it's a much healthier and, – and No doubt. And, and, no doubt. And then you got, you got a running back that's not laying it on the ground, uh, who's, who's playing hard, and that then helps. you got your starting quarterback back. So, I mean, mean, there's a lot of factors that help, but you can also just put the film on from last year and put the film on from this year. There's a there's a different approach. 
an absolute different approach. Well, and so if you uh, you want to chime in on that, we'd love to hear from you. Six two five four six six two sixteen sixty two five four six six two sixteen sixty is our CNC Collision Center text line. You can jump in and be a part of it. Uh, he was uh, Mike McCarthy was uh, was asked about Dak Prescott and his availability yesterday, Wednesday, and and what it looks like going forward today. You said it all goes well t- today, tomorrow he should be full go. Are there any, or what thresholds do you look for and how has he changed in the last Just really week? how he comes out of today's practice. You know, I mean, obviously it's, it's no different than any player once he goes through the, you know, uh, you know, release the play through the rehab process. So he's, he's crossed that hurdle. And so, you know, we'll, he has a certain number of reps he'll take today and we'll evaluate in the morning. That is uh, Mike McCarthy giving you his thoughts on Dak Prescott, when he says in the morning, he means today. Uh, Does so he the, play? Huh? Does he play? Absolutely yeah, plays. I think so, too. Yeah. <laughs> they, hey, look, they rolled the dice, <laughs> and, and it came up really positive for him. They're not going to do that again. Uh, yeah, he, he, he will play. Now, I'll say this. They're playing, what, a 4-4 four and four Denver Bronco team at home? Mm-hmm. Go get you a comfortable lead, and, uh, and, and, and Mr. Rush may get him a few snaps. Uh I mean, why that's, not? Absolutely, why not? If you build a lead and you feel good about it in the second half, go go let him get a few snaps. Uh, I have zero problem with with that approach, but I, I think I think Dak is going to be healthy enough to where they they're gonna they're gonna rule him a go, and he's gonna go, and you know they're gonna go play the Denver Broncos. Remember. From Prescott's perspective, he didn't get to play just a whole heck of a lot of football a year ago. No. And he's chomping at the bit to get back out on the football. He doesn't want to miss a snap. No, uh, he doesn't. I, I think if you'd have asked Dak last week, he'd have played. If you'd have left it up to Dak. Yeah. And that's why you take it out of his hands. That's exactly right. And you may take it out of his hands this week, There's too. no question. I, I Again, I think today, if he's full go in practice, then he plays Sunday. If not... You go Cooper Rush again. Mm-hmm. He's proven he's a quality NFL quarterback. Oh, stop it. It's 8:31 coming up next. It's Bryce Cherry for the Waco Trib on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I think I would love to spend some time, you know, with Coach Drew. You saw the uh, the different reporters that were there. It's like they asked two or three questions and we're done. It was the weirdest thing. Uh, Aaron, I know you were getting to kind of dip in and listen to some of that. The moderator was like mocking the reporters. He was like, really? Are y'all not going to ask any questions? The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. 
I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I love what I do. Every day I have the chance to help people chart a path toward their financial goals and pursue their dreams. We build relationships with each client and enjoy seeing how they appreciate there's someone working just as hard as they are to help meet their objectives. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. At UBO Business Services, we understand that digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Would you like to make an impact on the lives of children by helping build a strong foundation for their education? A degree or certificate through McLennan Community College Child Studies and Education Program can put you on the path to a rewarding career in the teaching field. Start your career while continuing to take classes that can apply to a bachelor's degree. Find out how to get started today at mclennan.edu or contact us at 254-299-8786. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. The Baylor women beat West Texas A&M 92-37 in their final exhibition game. They open the season next Tuesday at home against Texas State. The MCC basketball team needed overtime to outlast Blinn College 71-68. The Highlanders are 2-0 and will take part in a doubleheader along with the Highlassies both Friday and Saturday at the Highlands Gym. NFL Network reports that Aaron Rodgers has tested positive for COVID and will not play this Sunday against the Chiefs. New York Giants head coach Joe Judge has confirmed that 13 members of that organization tested positive on Tuesday, but 12 of those tests proved to be false positive. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. Eight thirty-five. We welcome in the sports editor of the Waco Tribune Herald, Mr. Bryce Cherry. Bryce, good morning. How are you, buddy? Doing well. How about you guys? We are uh, excited to be here on a Thursday morning. I know that you are thrilled to be with us as well. Always. Always. <laughs> Did you know 8.30 came twice in a day? I'm just, I'm just curious. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, certainly uh, 8.30 p.m. is when I'm more in my wheelhouse. But, right. Uh, for you guys, you know. I didn't know if you woke I, up and looked looked around and went, where are my kids? It's 8.30. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> they're at school, Bryce. They're at school. That's right. Uh, that's correct. There you go. Hey, uh, let's uh, let's talk a little high school football as we uh, approach the uh, final week of the season, starting tonight for some teams, including yours truly. Uh, any surprises for you? Uh, you know, we we just had Coach Crow on from Riso, and that's kind of cool that you know they can go get a win uh, tomorrow and, and and make the playoffs. But any any team that you went, hmm, I, I didn't see that one coming. Um, so I, I thought West would be good. That said, the, the level of play at which the Trojans are playing, uh, certainly has surprised me. I mean, I think, you know, the, the win, the road win over Grandview that, that, you know, coach Woodard's team put together, uh, was an eye opening, impressive win. I mean, you're talking about a, a top 10 in the state West team and, um, it's something that, Chad and I have sort of talked about and maybe even quote unquote dreamed about, but uh, how cool would it be to see down the road a West Lorena matchup in the, in the playoffs? It would, it would take, you know, uh, quite a few rounds in for that to happen. But uh, I think both teams are fully capable of, of getting to that point. And, uh, that would be a pretty cool local matchup. Yeah, you mentioned West and Lorena. There's several teams now that uh, we're at this juncture of the season. You look around, there's several teams that have an opportunity to really make some deep runs. Absolutely, and I'll I'll throw another 3A team into that mix that you know maybe we haven't talked about quite as much, and and that's the Grosbeck Goats. Mm-hmm. I feel like Gr- Grosbeck is a team, um, you know, led by Jerry Bomar, who knows you know, what it takes to win a state championship, did it there in Grosbeck in the early nineties. And now he's back and uh, has a very potent team that, um, you know, a lot of playmakers. Alan Lewis is a great quarterback that, you know, uh, is leading that very explosive Grosbeck offense. So uh, that's another team I think that can, can make a nice run. Bryce, we mentioned the recent Indians. Are there some other teams out there that are on the threshold of when you're in? Yeah, uh, we've got a few of those type games. I feel like there's there's fewer of those maybe than there used to be. Chad actually wrote a uh, playoff scenario column last week, which he typically does the final week of the regular season, but that's because there were so many uh, spots that were already going to be confirmed, you know, uh, even a week left in the season. But uh, one game, I mean, it's uh, on a six-man level, uh, you know, it'll be a play-in game is Aquila versus Coolidge. Um, Abbott has that district wrapped up, and I think the Abbott Panthers are a team that, again, we're going to see make a, a pretty nice run. But uh, Aquila and Coolidge will play for the other spot in that district. And then um, I know there's a few other games like that, but they're not popping in my mind right now. But, um, but yeah, I mean, oh, Gatesville and, and Gerald, I mm-hmm. believe, comes down to a, a, a spot as well. So, you know, uh, Luke, Luke Howard's team has a shot to get into the playoffs with a win. And, and uh, the, you know, they've had kind of an up-and-down season, but, you know, you want, you want a chance to be in the dance. Let's uh, let's turn our attentions to to college football here. Uh, when the news came down about Gary Patterson, were you uh, were you surprised? Genuinely shocked. Yep, <laughs> uh, is the word. I mean, I you know I I realized that he had fallen on hard times that the frogs had you know kind of uh, 
you know, we're, they were trending in the wrong direction these last few years. Um, and, you know, that was not sitting well with TCU fans, which I, I understand. But you don't often get rid of a guy who has a statue outside of the stadium. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about a coach who has won at a level at TCU that basically no other coach has ever won at. Um He's, you know, he's easily the best coach in school history in my mind. Uh, I realize they had some some pretty good teams early on in in the TCU tenure of football, but uh, I mean, it's just it's kind of mind blowing. But it also signals to me that with this December signing date, that that I mean, let's face it, coaches pushed for. Um, I think we're going to see more of this happening where coaches are fired in season because colleges want to get a jump on the next coach before, you know, recruiting uh, finishes up because these, these players, these recruits out there, you know, want to know who the new coach is going to be and whether that affects their decision to, you know, commit and sign or not. I mean, so I, I feel like we've, all we've done is we've sort of uh, bumped the process back a little bit, um, you know, and I think it, I think it really directly relates to that signing date. And, and also, you know, teams just wanting to get a jump start on the process. What does this matchup on Saturday boil down to? Uh, I think Baylor being Baylor. Um, I don't really see, TCU is a major threat in this game. I mean, it seems weird to say that considering how competitive this rivalry has been over the years. I feel like with the coaching stat, uh, change kind of hanging over TCU's head, I think that uh, you know is is something that uh, will affect the Frogs. I mean, um, and Gary Patterson is a great coach and and usually could dial up a wrinkle or two that would give uh, Baylor problems, but he hasn't been there this week. Uh, I guess I did read maybe that he came in and helped some of the coaches uh, with a game plan, but, um, you know, it's just, uh, I feel like the way Baylor is playing right now, um, not beating themselves, you know, one, one penalty, the last two games, which is still uh, kind of mind blowing <laughs> to me. Uh <laughs> And then, you know, they're running the ball well. Um, Obviously, Gary Bohannon had a a shaky first half, I would say, against the Longhorns, but overcame that in the second half. Um, And then defensively, they're just getting it done, man. I mean, I wrote about the the ball-hawking ability of the secondary uh, for today's paper. You know, lead the Big 12 in interceptions with nine, but really I thought had some huge just pass breakups in that Texas game, um, some extremely athletic plays where guys just sort of laid out and, and made a tip that for a pass that was going to be caught otherwise. So um, they're just – they're playing really, really well. And uh, as I think we said on this show maybe once before, I don't think it's too soon to start talking, thinking, you know, breaking down – uh, you know, could they get to AT&T Stadium in the Big 12 Championship game? They're right there in that mix. 
Yeah, the, the answer to that is yes. I mean, uh, you know, they control their own destiny, don't they, really, if you, if you get right down to it? I mean, I guess if uh, Oklahoma State and them, you know, were, were tied at the end, obviously the Cowboys would, would have uh, that tiebreaker. But obviously the Cowboys still have to play Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. In um, Stillwater. In Stillwater. So, you know, <clears throat> we'll see. Uh, yeah, I mean, I do feel like Baylor is kind of in that driver's seat. And, I mean, remember, you've got the Sooners coming to Waco, mm-hmm. uh, you know, next week. So, uh, I mean, I think that could p- have the potential to be a college game day game. I mean, if you're sitting there with an undefeated OU team versus a, a one-loss Baylor team. Uh, is Abram Smith the best running back of the Big 12? Man, <laughs> he's if he's not, he's probably 1A. I mean, uh, he's. Look, he had a, he was having a good season even before um, the Texas game. But I feel like, uh, you know, I wrote a column for Sunday where I said he was the best running back on the field that day. Mm-hmm. And and that's no insult to B. John Robinson, honestly. I mean, I thought Baylor had a really good game plan on him. They, I thought their gap, you know, responsibility. I'm starting to sound like, you know, Dave Aranda with all the breaking, <laughs> breaking down the X's and O's. But they stayed at home. They, they, they knew where they were supposed to be. And then once, you know, he came to their area, they made the tackle, uh, you know, and, and they didn't let him sort of shake loose and get, you know, more yardage. And he's certainly capable of doing that. Abram, uh, first of all, it's a great one-two punch with him and Tristan Ebner. Um, you know, it's it's interesting. Um, obviously, they have that sort of um, complementary type thing where, you know, boom and zoom, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I've been calling them uh, – I stole this from a, a Baylor fan on Twitter, but ebb and flow, I love that. Um, but, you know – I think they're also uh, stealing some stuff from each other's game. Abram, I mean, the spin move that he hmm. unleashed on that uh, clinching touchdown, the one that iced it late in the game, that was just incredible. That was, you know, sports center worthy. And then uh, Ebner, he'll he'll drop a shoulder and, and you know, get physical with you. And uh, I think it, it has, you know – multiplied both of their games as as they've sort of, you know, uh, taken stuff from each other. Bryce, uh, uh, what uh, what do you got uh, what do you got coming up over the next couple of days for us? Well, we are into November, aren't we? Yes, uh, indeed. <laughs> I tell you what, it's crazy. I always say that November is like March light. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, we got a lot going on, but uh, I've got a feature tomorrow on Avery Skinner uh, of the Baylor volleyball team, daughter of Brian Skinner, former Baylor basketball star. And mm-hmm. uh, the Baylor volleyball team plays Texas in a huge, you know, top 10 matchup this weekend. Uh, also have a feature coming on um, the collection of state cross-country qualifiers. Um the story will really focus on McLennan County. Uh, I, I managed, I did something a little different. Usually I pick out maybe one team or one runner that has, you know, a, a kind of a good story and feature them, but uh, managed to gather, I would say, most of the uh, qualifiers from, from our 
uh, McLennan County area for a picture the other day and took some video and talked to all of them uh, over at Cameron Park. And we'll have that story for tomorrow. But the state cross-country meet is uh, Friday and Saturday down in Round Rock. And Central Texas always does well. Does Lorena uh, win it again? I mean, Lorena is right there. They, they've gone to state. This will be their third straight year. Uh, they haven't won it, uh, but they're you know they're right in that mix. And uh, Addison Sakura is a is a runner that you know she could she could potentially win a state title, an individual state title. And I think, like I said, I think Lorena's going to be right there in that mix. Uh, you know, McGregor is sending boys and girls cross country teams to state you know they call them the distance dogs out there in mcgregor <laughs> they've got a pretty strong program that's five straight years they've sent both both teams to state so uh we always do well in in cross country in a lot of sports honestly track you know uh baseball softball so you know it, i just thought it was kind of a a way to uh feature some kids that you know, maybe don't always get as much publicity. Hey, uh, Bryce, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Have a great day, and we will talk to you soon. Awesome. Thanks, guys. See you later. That is Bryce Cherry for the Waco Trib. We're right back with more in just a moment. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Second and 15, Jones fires it over the middle, and there's Diggs. Only heard here. With a deflected interception, left sideline, 10, 5. All season. Of course it's Diggs. Trayvon Diggs. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Denver Broncos. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's Dallas and Denver this Sunday morning at 11 on your home for the Cowboys, ESPN Central Texas. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Rookie home buyer? Go the distance with First Central Credit Union. We are opening doors to home ownership. First Central's open door mortgage loans up to 95% of the appraised home value. Our starting lineup includes low closing costs, no points, low origination fees, flexible terms, and competitive rates. Thinking about refinancing your mortgage loan? This plan works for you too. Apply online at firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. Everything we do, we do for you. Some restrictions apply. Rates subject to change. Equal housing lender. Member NCUA. Aries Building Systems in Troy, a manufacturer of modular buildings, is now hiring for the following positions. Electricians, plumbers, carpenters, framers, painters, junior buyer, forklift material handlers, and purchasing manager. Aries Buildings has full-time positions, great benefits, and a backlog of work. To apply, stop by 1919 Mueller in Troy or email aharris at ariesbuildings.com. Aries Building Systems in Troy. Don't wait. Apply today. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. The Baylor women beat West Texas A&M 92-37 in their final exhibition game. They open the season next Tuesday at home against Texas State. The MCC basketball team needed overtime to outlast Blinn College 71-68. The Highlanders are 2-0 and will take part in a doubleheader along with the Highlassies both Friday and Saturday at the Highlands Gym. NFL Network reports that Aaron Rodgers has tested positive for COVID and will not play this Sunday against the Chiefs. New York Giants head coach Joe Judge has confirmed that 13 members of that organization tested positive on Tuesday, but 12 of those tests proved to be false positive. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This town ain't big, this town ain't small. It's 8.53. Welcome back into game time here on this Thursday morning. Greeny's coming up at 9. John Morris will be here at 3. Matt Mosley at 4. Then we're right back with you tonight at 6.30. Johnny Tusa, Darren Burrow, and myself from uh, Panther Stadium in Duncanville for Waco and Duncanville to conclude the uh, 2021 Waco season. So that'll be coming up tonight here on ESPN Central Texas. And then tomorrow night we'll have a uh, full slate of games. Uh, Ward and his crew will uh, will have the uh, Temple Coppers Cove game on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. We'll also have the uh, final university game of the year. And uh, that'll be over on uh, Star 104.9 beginning at 6.30 tomorrow night. And then our, our Friday night high school football scoreboard show with playoff pairings and all kinds of stuff That'll tomorrow be night. That'll be a lot of fun tomorrow night uh, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Nobody covers high school football like we do. What do we say? We have 32 area coaches shows. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we do it every week starting on Wednesday, have all season long. And, uh, man, that's a, <laughs> it's a big undertaking, but we love doing it and uh, love bringing you all the high school coverage. So there you go. All right. Uh, it is uh, 8.55, five away from nine. That is going to do it for us here uh, this morning. I want to take a second and talk about uh, our friends at Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. You know, if, if you're having knee problems, hip problems, maybe in some back aches, it may not be your knees, hips, or back. It, it may be your arch support system. You need to check out Good Feet, where they've got a three-step arch support system, which is a total body wellness program. It, they have the strengthener, the maintainer, and the relaxer. And, and, you, and you're saying, what? Is, I, I don't understand all that. Well, listen, you could go to Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace for a consultation and even a fitting. It's absolutely free. There's no charge for uh, to sit down and visit with them and, and talk about your situation uh, individually and and you know what there there's it's you, you don't even have to have a uh, a a reservation you I mean they are open seven days a week and and they take walk-ins and and they'll get you fixed up they're, as we mentioned they're open seven days a week Monday through Saturday from uh, 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. and then on uh, on Sundays they're open from noon until five they've got 300 in 50 different sizes and 25 different styles of the uh, of their arch support system and it's it's patented to support all four arches so i, I i'm telling you if if you if you've got some issues you got some pains and you're not sure what to do i think your first step should be good feet good feet in the central texas marketplace 
The Baylor Coaches Show. Now, 7 to 8 p.m. Wednesdays, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco. Join us Wednesday, back live from Rudy's, and hear from soccer head coach Paul Jobson and head football coach Dave Aranda. That's Wednesday, live from Rudy's. Join us this Wednesday for the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's. Now, beginning at 7 p.m., here on ESPN Central Texas. Walk-On Sports Bistro in Waco, a place where over-the-top enthusiasm and culture is the daily norm. Come watch your game with us and enjoy mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine. Prepare fresh enough from scratch kitchen. Enjoy wings, burgers, po'boys, seafood, and alligator. And don't forget the boom-boom shrimp. Happy hour Monday through Friday, 3 to 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. till close. And all day Sunday, Walk-On Sports Bistro in Waco. Check us out online at locations.walk-ons.com. Walk-Ons in Waco, where everyone is treated like family. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to 5 years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal House. Lender. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Rookie home buyer? Go the distance with First Central Credit Union. We are opening doors to home ownership. First Central's open door mortgage loans up to 95% of the appraised home value. Our starting lineup includes low closing costs, no points, low origination fees, flexible terms, and competitive rates. Thinking about refinancing your mortgage loan? This plan works for you too. Apply online at firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. Everything we do, we do for you. Some restrictions apply. Rates subject to change. Equal housing lender. Member NCUA. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. <laughs> 